Welcome to our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. Throughout these summer months with uh, folks on, away on vacation and Pastor Lori on sabbatical, there will be days like today when it works best for us to play for you a, a golden oldie from our depository of devotions. So we hope you find this message as timely as when it was first offered and that it becomes for you a way to reflect upon the timelessness of God's Word. So let us now prepare our hearts and minds by listening to some beautiful music. The scripture reading today is from the Gospel of Matthew in the seventh chapter, verses 1 to 12 is the actual uh, scripture reading for today from the lectionary. This is the end of the Sermon on the Mount, and it includes Jesus' summation of all that has proceeded in the words, in everything do to others as you would have them do to you, for this is the law and the prophets. But I'm going to focus on the first uh, section of the passage, verses 1 to 5. So hear the word of the Lord. Do not judge so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, let me take the speck out of your eye while the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Merciful Father, may the word just read point to the words to come, and may it all work together to serve your purpose and will in the world. Amen. So... Here we are instructed to not judge others. And using exaggeration and powerful visuals, Jesus demonstrates 
how we cannot see clearly enough beyond our own sin to judge the sin of others. We're reminded that we all have faults. We all need mercy. And we're reminded by Jesus that when we judge, we will be judged, that we make ourselves to be like God when we judge. And that in the end, only the faultless has the right to look for fault. In the end, God alone will judge. So as we read this passage today, we do so with a log in our eye and limited vision and the all too human tendency to persist in our judgment of others. Perhaps it's one of the most sinful aspects of our brokenness, this propensity to judge others. We do this to groups of people. Those people are, Republicans are, Democrats are, the addicted are, the homeless are, politicians are, etc., etc. And sadly, we do this also with those closest to us. My mother-in-law can't, my husband always, my sister is, my children don't. The Greeks, in an effort to encourage fairness, would hold trials in the dark to try to keep those who were sitting in judgment from acting with partiality and prejudice. It's an interesting idea, but I somehow think it wouldn't be enough to keep us from judging. In our day-to-day -day lives, I wonder if obeying this directive from Jesus to not judge might have less to do with closing our eyes or trying not to see, but more to do with really seeking, with really seeing with new eyes. I wonder if obeying Jesus looks like adopting a spirit of curiosity. What if we approached others with whom we disagree, others whom confuse or upset us, others whom we're struggling to forgive? What if we approach them with curiosity rather than judgment? There's a particular kind of curiosity I read a lot about this week called compassionate curiosity. And it's approach actually that is used in teaching, in various workplace environments, in psychology, and in nonprofit and government work. But I think compassionate curiosity is particularly relevant for us as Christians. Compassionate curiosity leads us to act as non-judgmental investigators seeking to understand other people. Imagine someone says something unkind or upsetting to you. Well, we have these primal and immediate reactions, don't we? One conflict management expert I listened to said our amygdala gets hijacked. Our amygdala performs a primary role in the processing of memories and decision-making and in our emotional responses, including fear, anxiety, and aggression. Flight, fright, or freeze. Flight, fight, or freeze, rather. But if we choose compassionate curiosity, then after someone has said something unkind or upsetting, sure, our amygdala may get hijacked and triggered, but instead of reacting as if we know the reason behind the behavior or the comment, we can pause and take a breath, recognize what our amygdala is doing. We can regroup and we can ask genuine questions. It's not something that comes naturally and it requires practice. It requires us, first of all, to acknowledge that there's a lot we don't know. More often than not, we cannot know what's going on in the mind, in the heart, in the life, in the history of another person. It requires that we ask caring 
questions. Depending on the situation, we can ask questions like, are you feeling okay today? How's your day going? How was your night? I can see that you're upset. Help me to understand. It requires that we set aside our agendas and our certainty to seek understanding from a different perspective. It requires us to listen and to observe. Usually people need to be heard more than they need to have a problem solved. Listening can sometimes be a solution to conflict and disharmony in and of itself. Compassionate curiosity requires us to imagine the other person's experience, to believe that every person wants to be known, and above all, to believe that every person bears the image of God. It requires us to be patient and to persist in our curiosity, looking for God in each person, knowing that God is there. Through compassionate curiosity, we can, as Father Greg Boyle wrote, learn to stand in awe at what others have to carry rather than in judgment of how, of how they carry it. Let us pray. Merciful God, you who have taken away the sin of the world, we are overwhelmed by your depth of love. Forgive us for the ways in which we persist in our judgment of others Help us to be compassionate and curious about your children. Give us the strength and the vision to see you in every person we encounter. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.